Welcome to Selective Hearing. I'm your host, Julie DeMar, and this week I want to jump right into a topic that wasn't even on the books, but I spent the last couple of weeks being extremely triggered by something. I have been trying to figure out the root cause of it all. So today I want to talk to you guys about the art of avoidance. Why are we talking about this? The art of avoidance. What does that mean? I'll start with a little backstory is I'm dealing with a personal situation with a couple of people. They have been avoiding, and I mean absolutely avoiding, addressing this situation. And let me start by saying like the only people that we can control in our lives are ourselves. I talk about that on the show all the time. I know that, I practice that, I understand that, but however, I am still on the journey with the rest of you and like many, I'm a perfectly imperfect mess and there are things out there that still trigger me. The only difference is now when I'm triggered, when I acknowledge that I'm triggered, then I try to figure out the root cause of those triggers so that I can address them and move forward in a healthy way as before being very reactive to those triggers. Like I said, a little backstory. I'm dealing with a situation where a very serious situation occurred over the holidays at my house. A fight took place with my neighbors and in no means were me and my husband involved. This took place with a couple of our guests and a couple of our neighbors. I was completely mortified by what took place and what took place sent me into a spiral because it brought up a lot of feelings about a lot of things that have occurred in my life in the past and seeing the people who were at my home conducting themselves in the manner that they were sent me back there because I then saw them reacting and responding in a way that was extremely harmful, extremely irresponsible, and they have a history of displaying these kind of patterns. To see them continuing on that path and to take it a step further to do that in my home, to disrupt my neighborhood, and to ultimately bring that to my neighbors created a situation of unrest in me. I will say that. I took a few days after the fight took place, the argument, the fight, you know, the very, very aggressive situation. I took a few days to just process the situation, process my feelings, find my words, find my voice, uh, be still. I let everyone know that, hey, now is not the time for me to talk. I need time. I need my time to process these things. I need my time to figure out how to communicate effectively in a healthy way with you about how your actions made me feel. And when I'm ready, we will have that conversation. I left it at that. Fast forward, past all that, I reached out and I said, hey, uh, when you have some time, I'm ready to talk now. From that point on, the person started avoiding me. I will say that. I became extremely triggered and upset by that and I was asking myself well why why is this upsetting you you know you can't control the actions of others it led me to why do people who practice avoidance trigger you so much why does that pull you into such a negative space and it was because I come from that I come from people who practice avoidance I myself was a person who practiced avoidance so now that I'm comfortable in who I am and with who I am, 
to not avoid situations, but to address them and not to be fearful in that address as to what the outcome is going to be, but to know that I'm coming into the situation to one, communicate my feelings, to communicate my boundaries, and three, to seek a, res- a resolution regardless of what that resolution looks like. Now, when I am confronted with someone who wants to run, it still triggers me and it's because I thought by becoming someone who was comfortable enough in addressing things now, I thought that that meant people who have mastered the art of avoidance being a part of my life was somehow healed or resolved. Obviously it wasn't because I I had all these different emotions conjure up inside of me. There was a point where a lot of things were so well avoided when I was a child and a young adult. Things were so well hidden to the point of extreme detriment. And I will dive into this more very soon, especially as I start talking about my book more as the season goes on. But things were so hidden, like physical abuse, verbal abuse, sexual abuse. So many things in my life that harmed me were so well hidden and avoided that I become very emotional and sensitive to people who hide in conversations or who hide in confrontation or who hide when I'm seeking resolution. I also had to like look back at myself, right? So when I looked at myself, I was like, at one point, like I said earlier in the show, I used to practice avoidance and I would pull away and retreat because I thought that that was a way of protecting myself. I would not be able to communicate effectively and I would suppress all of my emotions. If I really felt threatened, I would either avoid or explode and then I would physically or verbally fight back. Looking at all these different things when I became triggered from the events that took place here, looking at myself and looking at everyone else when I went through and did all my work and was ready to talk about these things and the person wasn't receptive to that, it kind of sent me on a spiral. After that, it sent me into another place of reflection. Because like I said, I can't control the actions of another. I can't, I have no control over the space someone occupies or what they're ready for or what they're ever going to be able to handle. I only have control over myself. So I had to ask myself if this person never wants to address their actions and how the things that they did made me feel, would I be okay with that? Would I be okay with how our relationship looks after that? I had to take a moment and eventually I came to the conclusion of yes. When I say yes, it's just because I won't pour life into it. I won't subject myself to it. I I will just continue to move forward and do the self-work and pray that everyone else involved finds peace for the themselves as well. Avoidance doesn't necessarily have to be something that as serious as what I'm dealing with. We can practice avoidance in many different ways. It can be something as avoiding serious conversations or, you know, conflict to just procrastinating, putting off important tasks or even steering clear of uncomfortable emotions. And when we do this though, no matter how big or how small, it does have a or it can have a profound impact on our well-being it could cause you know consequences why do we avoid certain things as i said earlier in the show it's a coping mechanism for me it was a way to avoid being hurt 
it was a it was a way to protect myself and that's exactly what it is a way to protect yourself from perceived understand perceived threats we think that we're maintaining some sort of harmony by escaping like these pressures or suppressing emotions or like sidestepping our vulnerability when we establish these patterns in our lives we are actually setting ourselves up for failure it can cause strains in our relationships it can hinder our personal and professional growth a big thing for me is boundaries what happened with me was I was unable to communicate boundaries. So again, like I, I can't control what someone else chooses to do after I communicate how I want to be treated and my expectations in a relationship. I can't control if someone decides to respect me enough to honor that, but I can control if I continue to deal with a person who's making a choice not to honor that. In order to get there, I have to communicate how I feel, communicate how certain actions affected me, and then communicate how I would like to be treated moving forward. Understand and extend grace to the other party and, you know, maybe they, they aren't there in their journey. Maybe they aren't there with their ability to respond versus react. And, you know, you'll have to make that decision if this is worth holding on to or do you just love from a distance you don't want to just sit around with a whole bunch of unresolved issues in you you don't want to keep all that trauma all those emotions all those things in your body because those can lead to other things that can have a harmful impact on you understand that there is a serious impact that avoidance can have on your mental health i want to explore some strategies and some approaches that you can take small steps, right? Because it took us some time to get here. It'll take us some time to get out. So I would like to talk about small steps that we can take to and, and small strategies that we can employ in order to stop avoiding and start addressing. One is gradual exposure. So face your fears because avoidance is also a fear-based response it's a it's a way to protect ourselves so identify that fear and face it look at your discomfort and then take small manageable steps from there what is this thing that i'm feeling why am i feeling it what do i need to help resolve this feeling understand that the more you become self-aware the easier identifying the underlying reasons will be so like I became hella triggered and I couldn't understand for a moment why am I so mad that this person I I've been communicating effectively with this person and at first I told them like hey a conversation needs to take place about what occurred however I'm not in a space to do that right now because I need to process my emotions I need to sit with myself and go through what it is that I'm feeling right now as a result of the actions you chose to take. And then once I moved through that space, I said, hey, I'm ready to talk now. If you're ready, when you're ready, please let's have a conversation. And the response was, okay, let's do that. And then it never happened and I became upset. So upset to the point where I had to ask myself, why? You can't control that person, you know that. Why are you so upset that that person is avoiding a conversation with you now as they have in the past? Just to just to add a little more to layer to this, like I know that they're avoiding me I, because 
they, they started practicing behaviors that they have in the past with me that show me like I'm running from this conversation for as long as I can. And then eventually as time passes on, we will just pretend like it never happened and we'll move on until the next thing happens. So this is when I started to feel like those nasty feelings in me, like, okay, so you're continuing to show me who you are and I need to believe you and ultimately that hurts. It hurts in so many ways because I know that I'm not necessarily safe with you. My boundaries aren't going to be respected by you and I have to make a decision on how relate to you and how we move forward and what that relationship looks like in the future from my end because like I said I can't control them I was running through all these things and that is a result of me becoming more aware of myself I know what our relationship history looks like I know what I am feeling I know where these feelings come from and the reason for this being such a powerful trigger. And I also know that ending the practice of avoidance is actually a powerful tool for change. Another thing is make sure that you build self-compassion. Give yourself grace in this process. It's so important to offer yourself grace. Extend yourself grace. Love on yourself through these things. Start building a support system that can help you navigate through these challenging situations. What works for me is writing things down or talking it out with someone else who's like a neutral party and working through my emotions, getting them out however they sound. If they sound real rah-rah or if they sound pretty articulate or if it's just me saying like, hey, that just didn't make me feel too good and I don't like it. Find a safe space where you can communicate the things that you are experiencing and then find your tribe that can support you through the experience of these emotions and this transition. So like, I just wanna let you guys know today that avoidance may provide temporary relief, but it does ultimately hinder our personal growth. Understand that you will feel some discomfort when you face these challenges, any challenges. Like I said, it can be from conversations to conflict to just you putting off something that you know you should be doing in your life. Let go of that fear face things head on so that you can experience the profound transformation that is freedom. This is all about mindset at the end of the day. So you have to move from avoidance to address acceptance and resilience. And by doing that, you're going to open yourself up to new possibilities and a deeper understanding of who you are, what you need, and what your boundaries are so that you can healthily exist with other people in your life. That's what I have for you today. That is my positive message for Monday. I know I've been talking about my book, Sink Full of Dishes, and that's because it's going on pre-sale in March. But right now, before my book, Sink Full of Dishes, comes out, I do have a 365 days of gratitude journal available for sale now on Amazon. So all you have to do is go to Amazon, type in Julie Damar in the search bar, that is J-U-L-I-E-D-A-M-M-A-R and my journal will pop right up and you can buy my 365 days of gratitude journal, which is a journaling commitment to yourself for the next year to practice gratitude every single day that you wake up. 
to help shift your mindset to all I have is all I need. In addition to my resource page on my website that is full of beautiful life coaches, authors, motivational speakers, doctors, anyone that can help you or give you information, point you in the right direction to where you need to go at any stage in your journey. I have business coaches. I have so many wonderful people that have been guests on this show that just want to help you. And if you go to selectapearingshow.com, check out my resource page, reach out to someone. They can definitely help guide you and support you throughout your journey and shop some merch, cool coffee mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, everything that you need for being a podcast enthusiast. Next week, I will be back with two special guests. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode. Um, I spoke with a beautiful mother-daughter duo who is doing wonderful, wonderful work. And I cannot wait to share their story with you. So happy Monday. Stay motivated. Stay encouraged. Don't avoid a thing. And until next time, this is Selective Hearing.